out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Big Lezzers League. Hello, welcome to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through the news and updates in the last 24 hours. Now, for an off-season, there is quite a lot, so we'll get straight into it. I am sweating like a pig, so I won't keep you guys for too long. It is boiling in this office. Um, Harry Grant, the Storm have reportedly informed their hooker they intend to activate his contract for the 2023 season. Really good there from the Melbourne Storm. Um, it just raises the question, Brandon Smith's off contract in 2023, so does Brandon Smith leave the club? Is Harry Grant their 80-minute option? We just don't know. Will they both stay? Will Brandon Smith accept the fact that he's going to be playing lock for most of his time at the Melbourne Storm in the next few years? And I think that's the, that is the case because if they get rid of Finucane, I think they do put Brandon Smith in that lock forward role. So, look, it is going to be really interesting to see. Hopefully, Harry Grant does re-sign with the Storm because that'll be a great signing for them. He's such a such a talented player and an origin player too, so his price is definitely going to go up. And that's what I'm worried about with the Melbourne Storm, really. They're all at least one, two premierships together, so all of their prices are going to go up once they are off contract. Uh, will the Storm be able to afford them? That is going to be really interesting to see. Now, if you remember watching the... If you watched the Cronulla Sharks this season... You remember seeing a guy named Jack A. Williams, and he got a really bad injury, which ended up uh, taking him out for a majority of the season. He played a bit of the middle of the season for the Cronulla Sharks and then wasn't really in the side much after that, Uh, usually coming off the bench as a number 14. Jack A. Williams, not Jack Williams, the second rower, Jack Williams, the halfback. So the former Sharks half has signed with the Dragons on a train and trial deal. And I think uh, it's a good, it'd be a pretty good signing there from the Dragons. Obviously losing Adam Clune, they are adding to their depth of halves. Uh, and I think this will be a really good signing for them. Dylan Walker, the Seagulls utility, is reportedly set to re-sign with the club for the 2022 season. Really good signing there from the Manly Seagulls. I think they really did need to sign Dylan Walker. Uh, because his impact off the bench is just superb for them. And I think he's going to be a great utility player next year as well for the Manly Seagulls. Jermaine Tanoa Brown. The Indigenous All-Stars prop is officially signed with the Cowboys on a two-year deal. He will link up with Todd Payton again. So, yeah, he obviously got released earlier in the week. Or even yesterday, it was like yesterday he got released from the Warriors and then now he has signed with the North Queensland Cowboys. Great signing, great forward. Didn't really see much of him this season as he was injured for a little bit, uh, but it is, it is a great signing from the Cowboys. And as it says here, he will link up with Todd Payton again. So interesting to see how that one goes. Jamie Soward. The Premiership winner has officially signed with the Dragons as their 2022 NRLW coach. Great signing there from the NRLW girls. He, he, Jamie Soud was such an awesome halfback 
in his time in the NRL, obviously playing a bit for St. George and for the Penrith Panthers. Really like this signing here, and I think he'd be a great coach for them. Peter Holler, the Raiders have officially signed the young gun on a two-year deal with the option for a third. Great little signing, get great little get here for the Canberra Raiders. Peter Holler, really solid front rower. And he's actually quite versatile too for a front row. He's, he's what you want in this modern day competition. You want those versatile front rowers. So great signing here from the Canberra Raiders. Sevilla Havili, I think I said that right. I hope I said that right. The Tongan International has officially signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs on a two-year deal. And geez, I better say that right because he's on my team. Uh, I really like this signing. I think he's a great quality lock forward. Good hooker as well. Really crisp balls out of dummy half, but it can also play that a really good roaming lock role for the Canberra Raiders. Wasn't in the side that much going into the back end of the season, but it is a great little get for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and I really do like this signing. Wayne Bennett, the Dolphins have officially announced Wayne Bennett as their head coach. He will begin work immediately to build their 2023 roster, and that is so exciting for the Dolphins. Wayne Bennett... He is the best coach in the game. He's up, definitely up there with Craig Bellamy. He's definitely up there with Trent Robinson. But I think Wayne Bennett is the best in the business considering he's done it for such a long time. I just can't wait to see what this Dolphins roster looks like in the coming years. Uh, and that is all thanks to Wayne Bennett. I think Wayne Bennett's going to do a really good job in terms of recruiting considering he is a Queensland representative coach. And considering he is... Wayne Bennett. He is Wayne Bennett. He is the one and only Wayne Bennett. And if I got offered a contract from Wayne Bennett, it is just where do I sign for me? So uh, I reckon he's going to do a really good job at the Dolphins. Uh, can't wait to see what they look like in 2022. Toby Sexton. The Titans halfback says he's ready to fill the void left by Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty and lead the club into a new era. Now, there's a lot of pressure on this guy's shoulders, you've got to remember. Toby Sexton obviously has the weight of the world on his shoulders here with, uh, obviously, Jamal Fogarty going to the Raiders and Ash Taylor going to the uh, the New Zealand Warriors on a train and trial. Toby Sexton basically is filling the void for over, oh, I'd say, five or six years, give or take, of experience. Uh, so, that, as I said, there is a lot of weight on this guy's shoulders. Obviously, joining AJ Brimson in the halves. I can't wait to see what this brings for the Gold Coast Titans heading into 2022. Speaking of the Gold Coast Titans, they've also re-signed Tanner Boyd until the end of 2024. I think he's an awesome number 14. Uh, and obviously, with the departure of Mitch Rain, Aaron Clark starts. This guy will be playing a lot of 14, and that's the reason while they've re-signed him, I think. And he's going to be fantastic for them, Tanner Boyd. I can't wait to see what he does at the Gold Coast Titans. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> at the Gold Coast Titans uh, in the coming years. Now, Mitchell Pierce has requested an immediate release from the uh, North Queensland... Uh, sorry, the Newcastle Knights. What? How? Why the hell was I saying North Queensland? Mitchell Pearce has is is set to request an immediate release from the Newcastle Knights and take up an offer in the Super League, being the Catalans Dragons, because the Catalans Dragons have offered him a three-year deal. That really does pose the questions: Who are the Knights halves pairing for 2022? Obviously, you've got Kalen Ponga there, who I think will have to stay at fullback. 
because uh, they just don't have anyone else who can really play that good fullback role unless they chuck Kurt Mann there. Speaking of Kurt Mann, he could also go into that 5-8 spot. Jake Clifford moves to halfback. They've obviously signed Adam Clune, and they've got plenty of youngsters in their system as well. So really interesting to see what they do in the next few uh, well, in, next year in 2022. Now, the Dolphins insist they will not adopt Moreton Bay into their name and we're keeping it as simply the Dolphins. And I, don't, I just don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to work for an NRL side. The, it's always been the Brisbane Broncos, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Sydney Roosters. It can't just be the Dolphins. It has to be something else. Otherwise, my... My brain is just going to explode. It is just going to explode. Um, yeah, I, I'm just not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to cope with that. It, it has to be changed. It has to, it has to. It's, 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 it's a bad call. It is a bad call and they should definitely, if it's not Moreton Bay, then what is it? And they need to figure that out fast. Tino Fasulamala, Aoi's manager, is reportedly set to test clients' value on the open market. Now, he's just been reported to be the Titans' captain going into 2022 per uh, Nine News the other night. Um, And now his manager is looking on the open market. He only just got to the Titans, don't you remember? He was at the Storm. He only just landed at the Titans. I think he should be there long term. Uh, He'd be a great, he'd be a great marquee signing for them as well. And um, don't forget, he has won a premiership with the Melbourne Storm, I do believe. So, he's a premiership winner. He's an origin winner as well. Um, obviously, that one year with Wayne Bennett, where they had arguably the worst side. that He was in that side, I'm pretty sure. So, his value definitely does go up. And he's definitely someone that people would want to play with in the future. So, I think that they definitely need to keep him at the club. And if they're regarding him as a captain, he's obviously a special uh, a special player and definitely would be a special signing. So, I'd be trying as hard as I can being the Titans to keep this guy in the squad. Speaking of the Titans, AJ Brimson has confirmed he will move to 5'8 next year and hopeful, hopefully Darren Lockyer will help him make the transition. So... I think that's the best move for uh, for AJ Brimson going into that 5'8 role and it'd be so much easier to make with a guy like Darren Lockyer teaching you the ropes considering he had made the move himself. Um, so yeah, if, if, if I want anyone helping me with making that transition, it'd have to be Darren Lockyer. So AJ Brimson, expect to see a lot from him in 2022, not just because of the likes of Darren Lockyer helping him out, Expect to see a lot from this guy because he's just such a talented player uh, and he will be a really off-the-cuff half. And uh, I just, yeah, honestly cannot wait to see what AJ Brimson has in store in 2022. Nathan Brown just underwent a syndesmosis repair surgery and a ankle clean-out surgery um, on his foot. He obviously had a bit of discomfort in the, in the back end of the season. It says here, Brown played with the issues... F- for much of the year so many players push through this injury as the season goes on um it doesn't say anything about him having a delayed comeback so he probably is or sweet to come back for the first round of 2022 which is good news there from nathan brown 
Um, but yeah, that, it just had, there was an announcement from NRL Physio that he did end up having that surgery, which from the video looks pretty grim. Um, so all the best to Nathan Brown on his recovery. That is all your news and updates there in the last 24 hours. Thank you for choosing Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one.